Hi, I'm Robert Borton, CEO of Classical Conversations, the world's largest classical Christian homeschooling community. I'm launching a new podcast, Refining Rhetoric. If you like cross politics or just listen to hear what crazy stuff they're saying today, you will enjoy Refining Rhetoric. You can find us on your favorite podcast platform. I practice the 15 tools of learning by interviewing great guests, looking at current events, and talking about cryptocurrency. Home. It's where you build your legacy, where traditions are started, seeds are planted, meals are shared, and stories are told. We are Chris Natalie Carpenter, owners of Story Real Estate, and our team of top agents helps people find homes in Moscow, Idaho, and around the country. Have you thought about a move? Contact us to get connected with a top agent who shares your values and puts your family first. Or reach out to us about our Moscow Relocation Guide. Wherever you're looking to go, we can help you find home. Call us at Story Real Estate or visit us at storyrealestate.com and start building your legacy. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Cross Politic on the Fight Life Feast Network. Um, you know, Pastor Toby's still traveling. Yeah. He'll be traveling. Uh, but Jared Longshore's back, back in the studio because we didn't give him enough words to say. Rod Martin was just he just talking away. He just hogging the mic the whole time. He did. Yeah, Chuck Knox, I'm the water boy. And we got David, David Shepard in the studio, former candidate for Senate in California. Former candidate. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks well, for joining so what us. What happened? They didn't want you? What happened? We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> oh, hold okay. on. Hold I on. Know. First, today's culture shifts like sand, but New St. Andrews College is established on Christ, the immovable rock. The college is a premier institution that forges evangelical leaders who don't fear or hate the world. Hmm. Not, not rocket science these days. I mean... <laughs> I only, I mean, such a simple selling point. Guided by God's word, equipped with the genius of classical liberal arts and God honoring wisdom with a faculty dedicated to academic rigor and to God's kingdom, New St. Andrews College offers an education that frees people. Logic, uh, which is a hard thing to come by these days, and languages are hard work and joyful courage. Old books and godly professors, New St. Andrews College provides time tested resources. Here comes some coffee that can equip your students for any vocation. I almost read vacation, but you know, you probably get a lot of vacations if you do well at NSA. I mean, in the future, you know. Okay. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I don't. that works. To find out more, visit NSA.edu. You know that coffee came from a student that from NSA. So well, that's true. Yeah. So it's, it's good coffee. Yeah. So here's the deal. Okay. Uh, Mayor Adams was uh, in. We're going to start with Adams. I want to talk with the Hershey. Oh, thing. you want to talk about Hershey? Because I, I want to get it out the way. I don't okay, want right, to. Right. This is painful. This is pretty tough. I don't want to. Right. I don't want right, let to. Me, let me just preface this that I don't think this is James O'Keefe masquerading on the inside here. I don't. Yeah. I don't. But uh, Hershey's, uh, you know, chocolate company out of Pennsylvania, you know, staple. I didn't know they were in Pennsylvania. Yeah, staple PA company. Um, they ran an ad in Canada. I haven't seen this ad in the U.S. But mm. this ad is well, it's in, on the in internet. It might as well it, be yeah. in the U.S. It's on the internet, and um, I just it, it's Women's Month. That's what it is. March, what? March is Women's Month. You have you have Black History Month, and then you have Women's Month in March. And I and, never got the memo that March was Women's Month, but yeah. Okay. I, I but guess so. uh, anyways, roll the clip. My name is Faye Johnstone. I'm the executive director of Wisdom to Action. We can create a world where everyone is able to live in public space as their honest and authentic selves. See the woman changing how we see the future at Hershey's Canada. Yeah. Authentic. That was, for those who are listening and couldn't see, it was a man dressed as a woman. Uh-huh. Leading the the wisdom for, what was it? Wisdom for a... I don't know. I, I, authentic I'm, change or something? I'm just disappointed in Hershey's right now. 
So as as well, is our it, rule here on the show, she ain't gonna melt. He he ain't gonna melt your mouth, and I want to punch him in the face. You know, I'm not touching that with a ten foot. Okay, you know, so melt, melt in your mouth, no, not not in your no, hands. Punch, I'm, melt, I'm, boom, I'm, no. Okay, I'd explain custom, it. That's my past, bad. So you've been here before, so you you kind of have to take second seat on this one. Our guest David hasn't been here before, so you get first right of refusal if you want to answer or t- respond to this clip. What's up with all these chocolate companies? I mean, it was M and M's, right? And yeah, now that's it's right. Hershey's, that's right. yeah. and it's like. What's up? I just want I just want to eat chocolate. Yeah. Regular chocolate that's not branded woke, none of that. I just yeah. want chocolate. I mean, maybe we just have to buy locally and just I don't know. You're a co- hater. Oh, I am. You're a hater. In some regards, <laughs> I absolutely I'm jaded am. in life, right? I absolutely. <laughs> I just I just lost an election, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're taking it out on I'm, chocolate companies. I, I'm taking it out on chocolate from you here know, on out. I, I, when you think when you think about it, one of the things that you've seen the homosexual movement do, uh, LGBTQ movement do, is use jamming. And when you, I didn't think about it until you you brought it up. What's what's amazing about chocolate? Everything. You chocolate tastes good. Yeah. You don't have bad chocolate. You just there's have not too many people who don't like chocolate right, in exactly. America. Exactly. And yeah. then you have, you know, mm-hmm. you have chocolate. Matter of fact, I've heard that chocolate is one of the few things that when we go through a recession does not change. Like people actually buy That's more funny. of it because they need They're depressed a little bit. Right. <laughs> and so it makes sense that they're jamming you with something that's good, right? Mm-hmm. Something that you enjoy that that's actually good taste and I hear it has some good it's depending on kind of chocolate you get. Don't take health experience. I mean, I mean, me, Starbucks right? kind of was doing this too. I mean, I feel like all these companies that are like, we know the consumers are going to have it no matter what, right? Like coffee, like you're not going to live without uh-huh. coffee. I'm drinking coffee right now. Right. That's three o'clock in the afternoon. I'm drinking coffee. <laughs> I mean, chocolate you have all the time. Kids eat chocolate. I mean, it's just another form of just trying to to jam you, right? Jam you. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, that's really of, good. Think of all the um, men who've been platformed over women that have all the men who've identified as women and have been platformed over women in their categories, in their own categories. So you had Bruce Jenner in the SB Awards. Woman two, of the Year. Woman of the Year. Um, Vogue. Bruce yeah. Jenner was Vogue, uh, yeah. front cover of Vogue magazine. And now you got this dude, um, a head of Wisdom uh, for Authentic Development or something at, at Hershey's. Uh, I forget the titles. Wisdom for something. Um, and he's head over that. Uh, I mean, uh, there's pl- plenty more on the list. You know, I can't think of any more You know, you right took now, but... Pastor's spot. He was supposed to... Pastor, you had okay, second okay. right refusal if <laughs> you didn't go. choose, but Gabe is a rude host. I was, so. just, I was, I was uh, magnifying the picture. That was what I was doing. You guys show some always the very disturbing clips going up on this. <laughs> well, you know you were coming. You got... Um, well, there's multiple problems. I mean, there's it's kind of like an inception thing. You have like a problem. You have problems within, within problem. problems yeah. within problems. Mm. The first thing is it just popped up on my calendar, this women's... Like it's Women's Month. Yeah, yeah, March. This was the first time I've noticed it. I don't know if it just happened, if it's been Women's Month, if March has been Women's Month for many years, but it just popped up on, on my my little Google uh, is doing calendar. a better job marketing it. Popped so. up. And I thought, well, like, why the poor ladies only get one month? And the, you know, men get 11 months. Is and that, black black people, too. We only get one month, too. One month. Yeah. We get 10 months. Well, I remember growing up having that problem. I was like, why, why, the, why do black people only get one month? Uh, okay, so Jimmy Carter... Uh, in 1980, um, issued the first presidential proclamation during the week of March 8th for National Women's History Week, and now it looks like it's turned into a Good month. Oh, Yimmy! Uh, 1987, <laughs> and 1987 is declared National Women's History Week uh, by Congress. Okay, well, that's your first problem. Right. Why, why do we have a Women's Month, and why is there only one? Month and we don't for even get a holiday out of it. Like, at least there should be a holiday, right? I mean, I don't know. 
Like they have MLK don't for give February. Any, don't you give them any ideas. <laughs> and, 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 and then we'll do Bruce Jenner for March. No, we don't need any like women's pride parades or anything no, like that. No, no, I'm not saying that, but it's like, hey, we're going to celebrate you, but not really. We're just going to, I don't know, have individuals that are, mm-hmm. you know, doing these commercials. And I mean, it really just takes away from the sanctity of what mm. a woman is, right? And, and like women in and of themselves are the keepers of our home. They're raising our children. I mean, they are to be celebrated and valued. And uh, I mean, when you see a commercial like that on Women's Month, right? Yeah. That's just, I, I think it's I think it's disrespectful. Yeah. Actually saying a lot about this guy's mom too, right? Like yeah. he had a bad who, mom. Who did you? Yeah. He had bad parents. That's right. That's right. You know, he's not celebrating. He's not you know, screaming the praises of his mom and at the gates. He's actually saying something else about his mom at the gates. Yeah. That's very wicked. Yeah. Right. Like this is this is best. Go ahead, Pastor. Yeah. Well, that commercial is a uh, resounding call to go find Carl Truman's book, "The Rise and Triumph of the Modern Self," mm-hmm. uh, where he talks. You know, about last that. time we talked about that book on the show, it didn't go well for us. But I'm just saying, it did true. actually. I thought it, it went really it, well. It break it up. <laughs> I thought it went really well. I don't know what you're talking about. Total expressive individualism yeah. coming out of that commercial. That she's. Um, yeah. He said. He. Um, it's <laughs> so bad. He, he said, um, I want to help women to be their, their true selves, yeah. whatever yeah. it is. All of that is like, so Truman hit that right on the head. So it at least will be, um, a bit of a solace to you to understand why weird things like that happen in our days. If you go read Truman's book, I'm yeah. actually surprised that a lot of women are going along with this stuff. Then I'm not they're, though. They're, I mean, there's some that are speaking up in the sports world. Yeah. Um, but a lot of women are just going along with this. Well, Pretty this amazing. Is, um, there's a bigger conversation that's going on right now. Feminism has come in and it started attacking men. It started attacking hierarchy. And you started seeing our women attack their men. You started seeing yeah. that. And now you have uh, this. I think, though, when we see things like that, like in the garden, we see Eve bringing the fruit to Adam to eat. We should say, why are you so quick to void yourselves of biblical doctrine and obedience, mm-hmm. we should see that she's under attack. Mm-hmm. One thing is, if this is a zero-sum game, which it, this is the way that their worldview works, the ladies who are playing along with this are in distress, and pretty soon mm-hmm. they will be the oppressors stopping the trans women from being able to get what it is they want. Yeah. So, we'll But if the men aren't there to be able to fight and call this out and see that they're under attack themselves, these women are being held hostage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and so one of the things that men are going to have to do if we're going to be bold men is rebuke the women who's offering us this fruit to say we have to let them in mm-hmm. and then put them aside as we protect them from the serpent that's actually talking in their yeah. ears saying this is the way they need to be operating. Yeah. And so when we see this, there's this – I think right now what I'm seeing is a bait that's being taken mm-hmm. on two sides. One of them is from man who's like, you know, these women, they're trying to – let's just push them back. They need to get in their place. There is a rebuke that needs to be there, but it needs to be done in a way that's rescuing them and not pushing them further into the arms of the person who's holding them hostage, as well as going ahead and killing the serpent that's in Mm -hmm. the back that's talking in their ear. Mm -hmm. The other bait that's being taken that I see is when we have companies like Hershey's that decide to go so woke, what we do is we say, you know what, doggone it. Let's go make a nun woke chocolate and chocolate and let that be our brand. Yeah. We're gonna do a nun woke chocolate. We don't do woke over here, but yeah. the chocolate tastes like boo-boo. <laughs> and don't nobody want the chocolate. Tastes How, like poopy water. Why not just look, if this is the worldview that Hershey's is gonna take, their chocolate is not gonna be good for very long mm-hmm. because the, all of their standards are backwards and upside down and inside out, and they're telling you where they're coming from. Yeah, yeah. Now would be a great time for somebody to say, How do we make an amazing chocolate? 
because the mm-hmm. opportunity for chocolate is available. Not because we want a virtue signal, right. but because chocolate can't maintain a good taste in God's world when you lose the reality of hierarchy. Right. Right. <laughs> when you lose what a man is, what a woman mm-hmm. is, whatever you produce from that isn't going to be good for long. It's going to yeah. fall apart. And when you understand reality like that, it's like, oh, guys, it's time to invest in our own chocolate well, company. Well, you can't maintain the chocolate recipe. Well, we just the make truth it. <laughs> of the chocolate recipe, right? When well, what's, what's a recipe well, Exactly, now? right? Yeah. Where's, the, where's the truth yeah. of the recipe? So, so speaking of, um, uh, you said, you know, dirty, dirty water. I said that actually. You, but yeah, you, yeah. you take my analogy of the poopy uh, water. Yeah, yeah. Thing? Um, uh, Mayor uh, Adams, Eric Adams, Eric New York, Adams. Yeah. Who, who, who did he replace? You guys remember what Mayor who Ad, Mayor Adams? De Blasio. Replaced? Yeah. yeah. Hot dog. De Blasio. We call him Hot Dog De Blasio <laughs> on this show. Um, and, and remember Hot Dog. We should have we should have brought this clip in. Remember Hot Dog De Blasio uh, during the pandemic eating a burger and fries and saying, "Hey, yeah. if you get vaccinated," <laughs> hey, man, and he's was, munching in the mic. This it, is a good burger. We'll give you a free burger. It was tough for him because he had to fight against Cuomo, yeah. who was like, he was getting Emmys. Yeah. We didn't even like a daytime Emmy. For it, yeah, Cuomo <laughs> run an honorary Emmy for how he handled the COVID pandemic. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, Mayor Adams, uh, he's, a, he's a black brother, and the dude can preach. He was at the, uh, the you don't think so? You, know, no, you kind of looked at me like, no. The I, dude was at the um, Interfaith uh, Prayer Breakfast. Was he this, hosted was it. Was this last week he hosted it? Yeah, yeah. February so, 28th. And usually it's in March. So usually governors host some sort of prayer breakfast around March time. Our governor did it or is doing it this weekend or something. Um, so it's kind of that, that time. Is ours Interfaith too? No, ours is just a prayer breakfast. But I'm sure there's. I'm sure they tip the hat to Interfaith. I don't know how they... I don't know how these governors not do it with their spineless backbones. But anyway, uh, here's uh, Mayor Adams uh, preaching at this interfaith prayer breakfast in New York. The synagogue is the gym. The church is the gym. The Sikh temple is the gym. The mosque is the gym. You are there for training. You're not there to leave your best worship in the gym, because if we are bringing our best fight in the ring, we would not have homeless in this city. We would not have a crisis of domestic violence. We would not have children, because when we took prayers out of schools, guns came into schools. So. The reflection point of today, when we do an analysis of these and you coming together, is to state, are we leaving our best fight in the gym? I'd like to know when prayers to Allah existed in American schools. Well, then preach, preacher. Go ahead and preach then. (laughs) If you're going to preach. You just ask that question and leave it there? If you're going to (laughs) preach. What else you got to say? Well... (laughs) Yeah, it's a fascinating clip because when kind of a Kyperian, all of all of uh, well, I guess you can't say all of Christ because it's a you know all of all the gods all for all, all of all, all the life, all of all of the gods, <laughs> <laughs> all of all the gods for all of all the life yeah. finds its way to the New York prayer breakfast. Yeah, um, I guess you know you're, this is a sign of the times. That's kind of that's good. I'm glad that people are thinking this way, and that but that he's thinking this way is really a sign that um, a lot of people recently are. Recovering this Kyperian all of Christ, Lordship yeah. of Christ. You think he is? <laughs> well, I mean, that's what ha- I mean. You see, you see how far behind evangelicals are. We're just discovering it now. But if if the mayor here already has it, then we've got a long way to go. But well, you have the massive problem of he's talking about 
the polytheism. Mos- the mosque is the gym yeah. and all that. So. Polytheism. Now, now, hang on here. He's, David, he's do you not have anything you want to say to that, add to this? Go ahead. I, you know, I just I, I have a couple initial like gut reactions when I hear like guys get up and talk about the gospel and they're just so sullied in politics, right? And, and not to say that you know politicians shouldn't be bearing their faith out. I mean, I would love to see more believers run and everything like that. But I mean, <laughs> Raphael Warnock. Uh, you know, and, and just that, that whole type of like, we're going to try to infuse this type of culturalism into our, our faith and our, our public policy. It just, it comes off as inauthentic. Like I just, I, I just immediately hear this and I'm like, "Mm, you're a dirty politician. You know what I'm saying? And I just, I just don't buy it. I don't, I don't, you know, I agree. I agree. It can come off very inauthentic, especially when conservatives are talking that way, because I Mm -hmm. know they don't mean a damn thing when they talk about God and, and, and how they, um, uh, and you think uh, Democrats do, uh, I think, (laughs) I think he believes more about his convictions than most conservatives do when they talk about God and their politics. hundred percent, hundred percent. And, and because because at least he's claiming, hey, uh, um, well, actually, let's play a couple more videos to okay. get to this point. Well, we could find out quick if we went ahead if we went back to the book of Genesis. You all have um, the ark, you know, your events coming up at the ark. Yeah, and yep. you, we could go back to that time and consider Genesis nine, which says, "Man sheds blood, you know, mm-hmm. his blood shall be shed." Yeah, and since we're bring since we're in the gym. We want to bring that Genesis nine out of the gym. Yeah, we are in, talking about New York. Into New York, yeah. Yeah. we want to bring that principle out into New York and see if he's see if he's game for that. <laughs> and, and don't get me wrong, like I think that he makes a couple valid points, and but at, at, just in the core of what he what he's coming across, I feel like he's trying too hard to infuse faith into public policy. And it's like, okay, well, if you, if you actually think that, what what policies are you introducing, right? Yeah. To, you know. So, so you think he's a Christian nationalist? Mm, negative, <laughs> negative, ghost letter, negative. Right. Wait, wait, let him build on. Let, let's All play. Right. Let's play a couple more clips. There's some more comments around this. Go ahead, roll the next clip, Neil. We have abandoned the role of what it is to be a parent, and we have to be honest about it. Our children are getting up in the morning, on their way to school. They're stopping at the local bodega. And they get in gummy bears that's laced with cannabis, and they sit in the classroom and we're asking, why can't our children read and write? Why don't they behave? We are destroying our next generation. <laughs> destroying them. And we say over and over again, we need to build a world that's better for our children. No, we need to build children that's better for our world. That's, that, he's not being authentic there? No, he is, but like, how do those gummies get on the street? That's yeah. a public policy mm-hmm. issue, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. if practice what you preach. That's all I'm saying. Just practice what you preach mm-hmm. and don't get up there and try to pretend like you, you care about all these moral issues when your public policies aren't conveying the same message, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the issue. It's like— That's a fair I, point. I see it as inauthentic because I think the public policy—like, is he still voting for Biden? I, I That uh, border's open, right? And I'm sure he is. All the fentanyl coming in there. All, yeah. all of the drugs coming across. And and how do you? How does New York have such the homeless problem that it does? Probably the same reason California does. Because, Ooh. you know what I'm saying? Like there's there's some laws put in place that's allowing individuals to mm-hmm. live on the streets. And and the the I just think that what he's trying to convey right now is we have issues. We should address them, which is true, absolutely. Then why do your policies not continue to? Why why are you supporting? Policies that are not going to change for the better of your community for these moral issues. This is interesting. I I, I don't disagree with you, but yeah. I think that because for so long 
Um, a lot of conservatives have been saying the family is the issue. We can get the family right. We can get the parenting right. We can get a lot of these core issues that come from the home in place. Then we will have a better community and society, right? We haven't found a whole lot of Democrats portraying that message and saying that message. Or even talking like this. Or even talking like this. I mean, he mentioned cannabis. Right. Right, which, by the way, is is something that a lot of liberals are like. Eh, just yeah, let, every, it every, just let it go. Yeah. I, I I'm not going to talk about my position there because I kind of feel with them too. But I think there's a time frame in it. When you're a slave, you can't <laughs> yeah. have the things. Yeah, you don't want to give gotta, slaves actually, right. yeah, Anyway, but so there is there is um there is a lot of what we could even do to try and get somebody like you know uh, AOC to come this far in. Would be, I think we consider a huge win, right? To say AOC is like, you know what? Maybe you're right. Maybe families really are the problem. And if we can get the families right, then whatever is out there in the policies, mm-hmm. they we start to fix it there. Don't get me wrong. I think I think it's refreshing to hear a Democrat talk about the importance of the nuclear family. Mm-hmm. It's taking care of our kids, raising mm-hmm. the next generation. How we need to be doing better from a moral perspective. I love it. Mm-hmm. But don't tell me this guy's policies are not the are complete of antithetical that. of what yeah. he's trying to portray. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's... it's and I'm not a, so sure he was talking about the nuclear family. That would be well, an yeah, interesting yeah. question. That, that, that would be a bit far. He, might, well, yeah, he, but he, he was probably talking family. about the same kind of family he was. To Whatever your point, family to is, your point, they got to have kids. He's probably talking <laughs> <laughs> some kind of family from the Hershey yeah. commercial, probably. Oh, yeah. oh. Oh, where they can get their kids on a uh, on a barcode. Yeah, one of those kind of yeah, families. Yeah, like he's got. Uh, uh, he's probably he's talking. What's what, he, what you're suspicious point. of is just right because he's talking about the family the same way he was talking about religion in the, in the yeah. first clip. You, yeah. you make a good point. Yeah. Anybody who can have. Here's what I'm trying to say. Some of our problems and the things that we're dealing with are so simple. Even an idolater can get it. Right. Like that's where he's at. He's yeah. he's an idolater. There's no yeah. doubt about that. But I think you're right, Pastor. If you start saying so, when you say family. Would you define what you mean by family? Are we yeah, talking yeah, about a man and a yeah. woman who will come together in holy matrimony, make covenant to each other, and then have children? Mm-hmm. Th- that's what you mean by family? Because I'm, I'm, I'm betting you're probably right. He doesn't mean that. But if yeah. you think this is bad, you're going to really love the next clip. <laughs> well, yeah. Here he, he gets into the homeless, homelessness issue. Go ahead. Don't tell me about no separation of church and state. State is the body. Church is the heart. You take the heart out of the body, the body dies. <laughs> can't separate my belief because I'm an elected official. When I walk, I walk with God. When I talk, I talk with God. When I put policies in place, I put them in with a God-like approach to them. That's who I am. And I was that when I was that third grader, and I'm going to be that when I leave government. I am still a child of God and will always be a child of God, and I won't apologize about being a child of God. It is not going to happen. Glory! (laughs) Come on now. I mean, notice he didn't say... There's no separation between mosque and state. He said church. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, he did. Say Come on, yeah. I'm not mad at him right now. You want to get that man an offering, don't you? I just have uh, y'all. Before the offering, I have some questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> before yeah. the altar call, don't lie. Question just, just yeah. yet. Don't Who am I asking my heart? Just yet. Okay, I want to know which God we're talking about. We're talking about that mosque God you were talking about earlier. You talk. But he did say separation of church and state, which is just so fascinating. It shows the American context. Like you can't get away. He slipped. He slipped is what he did. He slipped when he said church and state. He had it all together when he was talking about the mosque. 
but but then he got here and he actually I don't, spoke. I don't think he, he spoke what's true. Yeah. I mean, he just spoke what is the cultural air that we breathe. Yeah. We all know that we're founded as a Christian nation. We all know that yep. there are not a bunch of mosques yeah. all over our land. It we wasn't all mosque, know, prayer, prayer from mosques, you know, right. Muslim so, prayers in schools. So you try to tow that little pluralistic line up front, but then when he got to preaching, he slipped up and referred yeah. to the bride of Christ. Well, let's, let's, <laughs> let's push through this last clip here. You're not going to be able to receive the purifications of God's blessing if you keep your sponge saturated. Some of our souls are so saturated with despair and harm and pain. Today I'm saying to you, ring it out. Ring it out. Hey. He's going big even now. He's hey, going big even. you evil. can't receive what these imams, out a prop. what Pro. these pastors, what these rabbis, what they're giving you if you're so saturated with so much despair. Ring it out. Take a moment to start your day breathing. Mm, start your day meditating. Ah. Start your day with self-affirmation. No. Leave signs oh. on your mirrors and on your windows Yikes. of how beautiful you are no, and no. how God is not finished with you yet mm. and how you're going to overcome. That's how you start the process of ringing out all of that negativity that you receive throughout the day. Before you go to sleep, ring it out. Ring it out. <laughs> yeah, something bad happened to you. You need to ring it out. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I, I just, he, I got so excited by his flow that I forgot what he was going to say. They don't flow like, he, saw, he said rabbis. They don't flow like that in the synagogues. <laughs> no. this, is, this is straight black church and yeah. Southern Baptist type of preaching. There's no doubt. David, go ahead. You know, I just, I just look at this and I see someone who's struggling so hard to try to try to reach the the Christian, uh, I don't know, I, New York's kind of a, it's a big place, right? So I'm sure that there's really solid believers that live in New York City. I'm sure that there's... There's a couple. Yeah, I'm sure I that's... Mean, it's getting Sodom Moral levels there, but yeah, you know. Yeah, cool. yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> but you, you know, like... Know. Yeah, well, I come from California, <laughs> yeah, man. Say, yeah. Uh, but you know, like, I just see that, that he's just trying and that inauthentic aspect's just coming back. And it's he's like, saying inauthentic. I don't know how you get more authentic. He was on the key with I know. the organ. I think it's it was, well, I, I think, I think, I think it was arguing. I think what he's saying is not the reality. You know? Yeah. Like, I didn't, I, the sponge just really threw what it off. What kind of church me. you go to? <laughs> <laughs> what? Not his church. <laughs> no, not his church. You must go, like, like this is like preaching. Where, you like, got a prop for me, and I'm putting money on the stairs, man. You got to go to evangelical seminary to have those skills to pull out uh, an illustration. He propped it. Can I say, but you know, this is, I'm encouraged somewhat by this because if we're, if he's going to say all these things and we hold him to it, I think we have something to really. But pull, that's the pull. thing David's arguing. He's not, he's not, his, his, his talking is not yeah. walking. You have the inauthentic I, thing, but you're onto something like this is not just, I don't, I, I don't think we've always had politicians that have been, you know, smiling for the cameras on the religious front, yeah. but you actually, Russell Moore, you actually and, yeah. like don't have to do that anymore. Right. So the fact that he's kind of doing it, I think might be something deeper. There's like a sign I, of the times I mean, like this in, in religion is in inevitable. Religion is inevitable. And it's kind of like this could be a little bubble. I'm not we're, saying he's not, yeah. he's not being authentic. Or it's all just that. that we live in like La La Land these days, where we, we turn on the TV and we see that Hershey's commercial, and we're like, "My gosh, what's happening?" And even you know the people on the far side are saying, "We've gone too far," mm. you know. And I think maybe he's just <laughs> a, a, trying to attract that middle ground because he knows his party is too. I mean, like, look at Elon Musk, right? Like he put up on his Twitter a long time ago, and it's like he the dude's traditionally a liberal, but the 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 meme has himself as a little stick figure, and then way off over to the left 
is what the liberals have done. He's like, I was here and the party was yeah. here and now they're way yeah. over here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I think that you're just going to see more individuals coming up. I mean, in a sense, I would say... Bill Maher is yeah, a great example. Yeah. yeah, in a sense, you have candidates that have traditionally done this, even though their party has gone way over, but they're, they're the electable ones. I mean... And we can get into my race a little bit later, we're but gonna, I'll tell I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about like having to hit that independent group, right? And and I don't know. I just think that these politicians are going to find a way to become all things to all men, right? Yeah. And let, let, yeah. let's talk about that. But let's do it in a second, Pastor. You you have the honorary uh, responsi- responsibility of reading this ad right in front reading of you. This yeah, ad? that's right. You're the guest. We okay. Look, you got to do better than James White now. Marcus <laughs> failed. Marcus horrible. Marcus is so bad. But, I got bored. Yeah, but yeah. So, well, I didn't mind anything that day. So low. I mean, I don't think it'd be a problem. Dr. White, you heard that. (laughs) Challenge. All right, it's on you, Doc. Rowdy Christian merch plug. Colon. You you didn't need to read that. Yeah, you didn't need to read that. Just just read that first line there. (laughs) If you're a fan of Cross Politic or the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network, then surely you know we have a merch store, right? Yeah. Rowdy Christian Mm -hmm. merch is your one-stop shop for Mm -hmm. everything Cross Politic merchandise. Mm -hmm. We've got T-shirts, hoodies, hats, but we've also got specialty items like backpacks, mm. mugs, mm. coffee, even AirPod cases, yeah. exclamation point. Visit Rowdy Christian merch at rowdychristian.com and buy that next gift or a little something for yourself. Again, that's rowdychristian.com. And don't forget, it's Women's Month. You know, maybe we can get Eric Adams <laughs> to read the ad next time. Yeah. He had way more energy and made me way more excited. <laughs> the next gift. Yeah. Okay, a little talk- something for yourself. Okay, I got to turn you All off because right. that was enough from you. All right, we're going to talk to David Shepard backstage about his campaign. You don't want to miss it. So if you're single, get married. If you're married, have you some kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. Until tomorrow, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. <laughs> love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politics. You baby baptizer head wetter? Yeah, you do any of that stuff? Just wondering. We study God's word at music camp, and God commands us to sing as, uh, to let His word dwell in us richly in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. We're to worship Him musically. We're to proclaim His word musically. And so we want to train up our, our students, our children, to be able to sing skillfully with music, to understand what they're doing. The Bible says, sing with understanding. But it's all couched in studying God's Word, growing up as Christian worshipers. The default in our culture today is to be a music consumer. We are conditioned by the age we live in and the technology we have to be people who listen to music and it's an important part of our life. But we have lost something that our forefathers knew, which was being active participants in music. Used to be if you wanted music, you had to make the music. And now we we just press a button. But uh, these students uh, are learning through the course of their time at music camp, not to be music consumers, but to be active participants in making music. So not only to learn how to sing well, how to understand music as it's written on a page and how it comes together in a group environment, but to be able to take those experiences and have them be the seeds that are planted for their involvement their whole life in the musical life of the church. We want these students to be the next wave of worshipers in the church who know how to sing to God.